0: Welcome to the Mini-Me Mental and Emotional Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Dr. Kate Bartram-Brown, the founder of Mini-Me Yoga and a doctor of natural medicine. I have an amazing team of experts. We will be sharing top tips that will help us navigate the current challenges that we, as teachers, parents, grandparents, child caregivers, are faced with, giving you self-help techniques that are super fun. We look forward to sharing more of the Mini-Me magic with you. Okay so we are live. Woohoo! Okay. So welcome, welcome Vicky. Um, I just want to give a little intro here. My name is Dr. Kate Bartram Brown and um, I wanted to do some interviews with um, experts in their field about different subjects different things that are going on in the world and um, I uh, wanted to really speak to you Vicky because mm-hmm. You are not only an education specialist, a teacher, um, a counsellor, but you're also a Mini-Me Yoga ambassador and look after the training for Mini-Me. And so, you know, uh, you in the world of children and families and schools, you have a wealth of knowledge um, about children's mental, emotional well-being. So mm-hmm. I really wanted to talk to you today. So thank you so much for coming on and being my first interviewee. Yep, this is all new. <laughs> Excellent. So Vicky, would you just tell us, I mean, I've obviously given us a little bit of background about your, you know, giving people a bit of background on you, but could you just let us know exactly what you do and, and where your area of expertise is? Yes.
1: Yeah, so as you said, I'm a trained primary teacher so working primary and did that for a while and um, working across most of the age groups but specializing in year six so the kids that do all the exams and that extra stress and transition and um, and it was then that I noticed that me as a teacher and the other staff around me and the children were really struggling with pressure and what people expected of all of us. And so then I decided to specialise in emotional and behavioural wellbeing for children um, and kind of left my role and as a te- mainstream teacher and then specialised in that. And then from there, um, decided that actually it wasn't just children that need that extra support, it's adults as well. So decided to go and train as a counsellor so that I can help every aspect of families or you know people in general so both um children and then teachers but as you said about minima yoga i found that um, as i was in the classroom teaching i needed things that could be implemented quite quickly and easily for children but that was also fun to help their emotional well-being And as teachers, you know, lots of us know that it's a stressful job, that there's not much time. You know, we don't stop when we go home. We're up early, we're marking weekends, what are they? Um, And so actually the mini yoga side of things um, for me, helped me as well because I was teaching the children how to do it, but benefiting from it. Hence why then I decided to become an ambassador because I wanted to share that with all the other teachers that felt like me. So tell us,
0: Vicky, what, you know, people, uh, so schools, obviously, we're going through a, 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 um unprecedented times, which I think is the most used saying of 2020. Can you tell us what teachers are going through right now? What, what, you know, what type of um problems and issues will they be being faced with because of all of this change you know what what, what are they going to be seeing uh, with children?
1: So I think yeah as you've said everything at the moment is so uncertain and I feel from different conversations that I've been in or seen and unions and all of that kind of thing that actually you know because there's so much uncertainty That's putting a lot of pressure and stress on teachers and actually anxiety is just rocketed. Um, I know that a lot of the schools going back or who have already gone back in parts of the country, everybody seems to be doing slightly different things. And so, you know, what we I mean, what we feel, the kids are probably just as much feeling as well, because, you know, they haven't been in school for a, a lot of them for a long time, whereas teachers have been in and out. Um, So I think in terms of that, you know, anxiety between staff and children is going to be very high because there's so much unknown of what's going to happen and what it's going to look like. Um, And I think at the moment there's a bit of a lack of guidance or people are unsure what to do and how to do it.
0: So would you say then that um, it's more the... um, the unknown the uncharted waters that is causing the stress um and and, and if that's the case what can we do to help uh, our children at home or maybe our children in the classroom what what
1: what simple tips would you um offer so i suppose yeah the, the whole uncharted water thing is completely right i mean everybody's in the same boat aren't we? Adults, children, doesn't matter, we're all, we're all feeling the same things. So in that sense, it's quite a united front, so that we all understand how each other is feeling, whereas before at certain times, we might not have understood, whereas we're all experiencing those things. And, you know, let's be honest, at the moment, our emotions are on a roller coaster. So one day, it's okay, the next day, it's too overwhelming. So I think the main thing, especially for children, is that reassurance you know, focusing on the positive things. So you're going back to be with your friends. You're going to have a new teacher. And I know that a lot of teachers have been um, talking to children via Zoom and things like that to introduce themselves. So they're still trying to keep that connection. Um, But, you know, doing the things that we normally do that perhaps we take for granted. So things like preparing them, getting their uniform ready and involving them in that. I've seen lots of pictures of friends' children uh, with their big baggy uniforms I'm ready to go back in September. Um, But then, you know, things that you can do in terms of having a good bedtime routine. You know, we know that through lockdown, we've not, I don't know about anybody else, but routine has kind of gone out of the window. Um, And so bringing those things back, you know, like that, that bedtime that we normally have, the bedtime routine, so making it really calm and relaxed. Um, with children it might be doing simple tools and techniques such as breathing because that really helps with anxiety or um, mindfulness and meditation but also being really open with our children and I think honesty and openness is a key part of it as well you know we're not completely sure what's going on we're getting the instructions this is what's going to happen um, and this is what we've been told so that children understand where we're coming from as well you know they've probably seen a lot in the news over the last few months or heard conversations um and so I think we just have to keep that openness with them and just have that conversation and do what we can to reassure them I think reassurance is going to be the key to it you know doing those simple things like helping them pack their bags pack the lunch box all of those kinds of things
0: And so what would you say, you know, if children are acting out or are acting, uh, you know, are there some telltale signs in children um, that, you know, would raise an alarm bell? You know, for example, maybe a teacher is, you know, maybe 30 30 or 15 children. I don't know how many we can have in a classroom now, but, you know, they've got a lot going on and, and surely at home you know people have got a lot going on what are the telltale signs in children that that we're looking
1: for I think complete changes in behavior you know and I have to say having you know being a teacher myself you notice it in yourself that the closer you come to September the more stressed you get and you might be irritated quite a lot and you might be upset more than usual you know so those those little telltale signs that kind of shows that anything that's different in a child's behaviour that is what we call out of the norm or that is more so apparent than normal. So, you know, it might be that children are getting angry about and frustrated about things and they might normally do that. But perhaps it's happening 10 times instead of three times um so I think then, you know, again, using that reassurance with the children, asking them why, giving them time to cool down. Because, as we have said, that emotional roller coaster we're all feeling right now. And so it's really important to just acknowledge that we're all feeling like that. We all are going through this. We all don't necessarily understand or know the answers. And I think sometimes children look at us for the answers and we don't always have them. So saying to them, I'm not sure about that, but how about we find out together?
0: Yeah, I really like that. I know, you know, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Dr. Emoto and mm-hmm. and positive words to water, and yes. just having the effect, um, you know, that of a positive word can have on the cells in our body, and and, and just that, you know, just having those simple. Um, words to, to soothe a child can can make such a huge difference.
1: Yeah completely and I think you know there are going to be times where we perhaps don't choose the most positive language because we're all feeling that but where we can be mindful of the words that we are choosing to use um, and using that with the children you know perhaps it's Saying to the children when they get up in the morning, you know, I am happy, I am happy, I am happy, for example. Or especially with anxiety, you know, I am calm, that's a really important one. Or I'm okay. I think that's gonna be the one for September. I am okay. And and what that means with being okay is if one day we don't feel okay, it's okay to not be okay. You know, we've heard a lot about this in terms of mental health and and well being, but actually we have to acknowledge that children for example have not been in school for months on end and so again that's a huge transition back in the same way that it was a huge transition for us all to suddenly be at home and not have the same connections or routine that we had and for children as well routine is really important so we've gone from finding our feet with our routines at home and getting into the swing of that going into summer holiday mode where perhaps you're a little bit more chilled with it and then all of a sudden going full force back into you know 9 till 3 set breaks set meal times that i think that's going to be the hardest thing
0: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: and, and 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 in terms of um, you know looking
0: at Mindfulness, looking at all of these, you know, right now everybody's saying, oh, children's mental health, doing mindfulness, doing breathing. Okay, let's imagine that we don't know anything about those things because I'm sure there's parents out there that are sitting there going, what on earth is mindfulness? (laughs) Yeah. You know, everybody breathes. What are they talking about? Of course, we can all breathe. You know, that's not going to help me put food on the table. That's not going to help me do this and the other. So, Let's, you know, I really would like to come from that angle and say, okay, if we have those parents who know nothing about mindfulness, nothing about breathing, nothing about yoga, nothing about mental health, and, you know, maybe teachers as well, yeah. what would you say to them is just, you know, give them maybe one or two exercises or or a starting point? You know, what where can these people start? Because it, it is quite overwhelming isn't it with all of this yeah
1: yeah and I think that's the I don't know about you but that's definitely the thing that I found through lockdown is that we've we've gone and we've changed from you know finding things and going to places and now everything's online in our house in our space that is normally you know for me is our chilled out relaxation space and so it's been half workspace half home where are the boundaries where do you and I think everybody has been doing the same, you know, laptops in bedrooms, try to get all their work done or to be away from the kids, whatever that is. Um, yeah, and, th- and that overwhelming feeling of all these options and all these things is so, you know, is so true. And so, yeah, with mindfulness, meditation, yoga, whatever it is, I think the simplest way I explain things to people that perhaps don't understand or don't know about it is that sometimes we just need to slow down so that slowing down is really important you know i i often speak to a lot of clients about relaxing and and i'm one of the people that really struggles to relax like what is that what does that mean and so it's about finding your own ways and i don't think there's a right or wrong but it might be that you sit with the kids for example and you color and you don't answer the phone and you don't have the tv on and you don't have the radio going um You just sit and colour together, you know, or paint or you go for a walk. And when you're outside walking with the kids, we know how amazing fresh air is for our well-being and our mental health. But, you know, you're walking with the kids and you're looking at the trees or the grass or the birds or the animals that you can see. I mean, we live in Oxfordshire and we've got, you know, all the time rabbits and hedgehogs. And so it's it's amazing, the wildlife. But it's about kind of going out. And just taking it all in without all these distractions. You know, we know how chaotic life is. So, when we're the simplest way to kind of bring in those things that will really help us are just slowing down what we're doing, trying to do one thing at a time without managing. And I know that's hard, especially at home at the moment. You know, I know that's hard, but even if that's okay for this 10 minutes, we are going to do something together. That means I don't have the laptop on. We don't have distractions. It's that quality time together, too. And it might be that that's not necessarily quality time together, as in child and parent. It might be that parent wants 10 minutes to themselves to just, you know, feel like they need that deep breath of like, I just need a minute. You know, and that in itself recharges us and kind of resets our emotions because we've given ourselves some space. So
0: we talk about, you know, children's mental health and, you know, all of, you know, what parents and teachers can do for for children. And you touched upon this just a moment ago. But what if a parent needs help? What if a teacher needs help? what resources are out there for them how do they get help or or, or how do they even acknowledge something isn't quite um imbalanced in themselves what you know what could be the telltale signs what can they do
1: yeah so the fir- the first one is I think at the moment is understanding and and this is where it's quite tricky because at the moment our emotions are so varied because of what is going on you know pressures have changed, um, situations have changed, you know, work, home, all of that. So I think in that sense, first of all, acknowledging that, you know, it's it's okay. It's okay to feel angry, upset, slightly anxious, um, slightly depressed and low mood maybe, but it's when it starts to affect you on a regular basis. So, you know, one thing that I suggest to people is, tracking their emotions you know how am I feeling today is it a certain time of day that I really struggle with it might be bedtime for example you know I'm not the greatest sleeper and I know that when I have even less sleep that really impacts the way I feel the next day and and so it's just kind of monitoring your emotions and if it becomes too much or you have noticed that it's really impacting daily life then that's the point where you might need extra support. So, you know, yes, I'm a counselor so obviously counseling is is amazing because you don't necessarily have to, you know, there's a lot of stigma out there about you have to have a massive problem to ha- to have that support. Well, actually you don't. It might just be that you want a session with a counselor in a safe space where you want to rant because you're really angry about the current situation and you just need some safe space to just say what you need to say, get it off your chest and and walk away. At the same time, you know, talking to family and friends is really important. You know, having that network of people that you trust, that you can go to if you're feeling like you're struggling a little bit and, and just tell them how you're feeling and what it is that you're struggling with. But there's also, you know, really good mental health websites such as um, Mind and the Samaritans. And then there's also, you know, if you if you do like things like meditation and mindfulness, there's things like um, an app. There's loads of apps out there at the moment. So Calm, uh, Headspace. You know, this Insight Timer is another one that tracks uh, your meditations and and things like that. So if also what I found out recently is if you have an apple watch or an iphone you there's an uh something on there called breathe and you can set it so that every so often however many times through the day you want to it'll remind you to breathe and it's just got a little screen where you can follow the breathing so it encourages you to just stop for a minute or if you want to do longer you can do longer so you know there's lots of different things out there to support people it's just finding what works for you and okay, so now I want to find out a little
0: bit about I know that you've written some children's books as well. Yeah. Um and what was what 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 was the um the inspiration behind that? Why why write a children's book? What were they about and 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 what you know uh what would a child or a parent look out of your books?
1: Yeah, um so they are called Pandemotions and they are they're on Amazon. Um And what I found as a teacher and then having done all the emotional and well-being support and through Mini Me Yoga, I found that all these techniques and tools are absolutely amazing and really work with the children and help them to understand. But at a very young age, it's, you know, children are, their understanding of emotions is tricky. So they find that, you know, we say to them, oh, you're crying, you're feeling sad but the child might not understand what feeling sad is. And so I decided to write some uh, really basic storybooks that children can, you know, first of all, to encourage the bond between parent and child so they can read them together. And um, secondly, you know, children love stories. We know how magical and... um how it leaves a mark on children. I can remember my favourite storybooks when I was a child. I think everybody can name at least one, can't they? Um, And so actually what it does is through the character of Panda is go through the emotions and then teach children, you know, what the emotion is, so naming it, how to recognise it, so how it feels in our bodies, how it might look physically, and then how we can do things to support that emotion So there's like a book that's an overview of all emotions and then there's specific ones for anger and anxiety and things like that. Because those, especially anger and anxiety, are the things that I found in the classroom that have really come up with children and that they're the two emotions that children struggle with in terms of self-regulation with that. And so there's also a little guide at the front for parents of like what to do and how to use it if they need to, because there are tools and techniques in there, such as breathing and relaxations and things like that, that they can use. But again, it's a way that you, you know, we as we mentioned earlier about bedtime routines, it's also a really nice book to prepare children to go to sleep with as well. Um, And we know what it's like, especially at bedtime, for example, everything races through your mind. That's when all, all those thoughts come in, all those worries, all those feelings, because actually we've stopped and we've relaxed. So therefore, then everything just goes, oh, hold on, because throughout the day we've just been really busy with things. Um, so, yeah, So the, uh, and for me it was about supporting children in another way, you know, a different way that everybody at home can access as well.
0: Amazing, amazing! So people can get that on Amazon, can they, Vicky? Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe we could, maybe we could pop a, a link uh, in this in this live and, and let people know where they can get that. That's great. So, in terms of your work with uh, Mini Me Yoga, I know, um, you know, I know that you help us a lot at Mini Me Yoga because you're in charge of uh, many different aspects of running. Uh, mini-me yoga so you're very involved in it and I just wanted to hear some kind of feedback in terms of what um why I mean because you you know you're you're an expert in your own right and um you know you have all of these different experiences you have your own books and you have all of these amazing things that you've done what is it about mini-me yoga that you find that works or Mm -hmm. uh, you know can you give us a little bit of insight into that
1: yeah so as i said earlier i came to minimi yoga as a teacher because i was looking for strategies that i could use within my classroom um mainly to begin with for the for the children but actually what i loved about minimi yoga is that i could train and then use it with the children myself so it wasn't like somebody was coming into my classroom and kind of there once a week for half an hour or an hour. It was me learning how to do it so that I could give it to my children as and when they needed it. So, you know, it might be that, I mean, trigger times for me in my classroom were after lunch and Friday afternoons and maybe Monday mornings, depending on how the weekends (laughs) had gone. Um, But, you know, for me, it was about how, how I benefited from it and I think I didn't, when I first trained, I didn't expect that. So I was doing it for the children, but actually what I realized is that by me joining in as an adult, it was actually really benefiting me. Um, the other thing about it is that it's really simple. You know, as teachers, we really worry about, and I used to do this, sit in trainings and staff meetings and think, this is great, but how on earth? am I going to fit this in my timetable? Like you're looking at the timetable and thinking there is nowhere to put this in. Like it, what? And so all these great ideas would be amazing, but not practical. And so with Minimi Yoga, I found that, you know, in, sim- in, in just snippets throughout the day, I could add these tools and techniques to the children. And actually, you know, it really changed the atmosphere within my classroom. Mm-hmm. And so then because I saw that, I then decided to come and train as an ambassador with you and it's kind of snowballed from there um but yeah it's easy to implement it's really easy to learn you know and what i love about it is that yes it can be in pe and become a whole yoga session on its own but also it can be little pieces of tools and tips and techniques that can be used and drip fed throughout the school day and i think the two together work really well. And for me, the impact has been more so in the actual drip feeding throughout the day. So, you know, first thing in the morning, I might start my day with it. And actually that sets everybody up for the day. And then at the end of the day, I might do something different so that everybody goes home feeling really good. And, you know, we know that the school day and what goes on, you can never predict. I think that, you know, that is just, the main thing you go in and you don't know what your day is going to go like, and so having these tools and techniques is has been absolutely amazing. And for me, it not only works with a large group of children, so you know my whole class, um, but also I've been able to give specific tools or techniques to individual children that are struggling with something, and the the change in the child from just that really simple thing has really changed their attitude to learning and really changed their self-esteem. You know, I've had some children that have really struggled with that and their confidence. And so just spending, you know, two minutes with them, teaching them something simple, like the Dr. Emoto words, has really just made them come out of their shell and felt really good about learning. And, you know, when when we feel good, and I've noticed this in my classroom, when we feel good and we are happy, we are able to learn, focus, and progress more. Whereas when we feel really rubbish, uh, we we lack motivation. We don't want to do anything. And so for me, that's that's kind of why I've got that passion for mini yoga and sharing it with everybody else because I've seen the impact of it in my classroom with those children.
0: It's so interesting you talk about I think key things, isn't it, about. Um, Us as teachers or us as adults, us as parents, if we are in a good space and we are prepared and we feel great, then we know that often the day is going to go, uh, you know, much more smoothly. Not necessarily that there won't be those challenges, but the challenges that do come up for us will actually be a lot easier for us to work with and to flow and you know we don't get so um angry or frustrated or we're not so tired and, and what have you and this is something that's really you know because I know that you also do a lot of healing work you you've been through a lot of healing uh you know you you do a lot of healing yourself but you're also a healer as well
1: yeah yeah and you know those those oh, simple- lost your sound a little bit there Vicky can you hear me now oh are we still here still there yes oh no we've lost your sound oh what about now technology at its best
0: ah uh, so we've lost Vicky's sound so we won't get to hear her uh commenting on uh, her being a healer but maybe we can get her back that was my last question actually and we were just within the half an hour time slot can you hear me Vicky can you, yes. oh, you can hear me we just can't hear you for some reason uh oh Facebook users saying th- they can still hear Vicky so Vicky oh. and
1: Question, yes. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I'm glad everyone else can hear me. That must have been hilarious, actually, kind of watching us talk to each other. But no, we can hear each other. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm a healer and I've been through a lot of healing myself. And, you know, that's really um helped me to progress and to manage my emotions a lot better. Um, you know, I've struggled with stress and anxiety quite a lot. And so, you know, it's really important that we find things that really help us on an individual level. And, you know, some of these really easy techniques that I've used, such as the breathing, um, you know, and some of the healing modalities that I'm, I'm practicing and qualified in have really just helped me to be a calmer person and to pass that across to children so that they find things a lot easier and they can manage it. Well,
0: I know that that answer will have been amazing. I can't actually hear you, but everybody else can, and that's the main thing. Um, so, thank you, thank you so much for sharing all your insights with us, and thank you for um, you know all of the work that you do around the country because um, I know how hard you work and um, you're you're you know you're spreading amazing tools to thousands of children every single day and and you know for us um you know at mini me yoga we're very grateful and to have you, you know, as a key part of uh, the management team, Um, you know, so uh, we we feel very lucky. We feel very lucky to have you Um, because I know you do lots of other amazing things as well. And I just wanted everybody to know about how amazing you are. Um, So if people do want to get in contact with Vicky, um, I'll pop in her email address here. It's Vicky at minimiyoga.com. She has other email addresses, of course, um, but this is the one uh, that I know off by heart. <laughs> and you can contact her. She's actually doing a lot of live trainings at the moment uh, online, but, you know, uh, but but live with her. She's obviously offering her counselling, and um, she will also be able to tell you where to get her amazing books Um, for Amazon Um, and maybe she might even put the the link in the the chat if she can. I'll put the link in the chat for
1: everybody.
0: In the chat so that's good. So lots of love to you all and I'm excited to kick off this series of interviews about children's mental emotional well-being and about uh, adults uh, mental emotional well-being and about magic, about empowerment, all sorts of cool um, information and people are going to be coming on and doing interviews over the next few months so thank you Vicky for being our first
1: thank you very much for having me lots of love everyone Bye. Bye. Bye.